All right, man. We back, man. Episode three, Boxingology Podcast. Yep. How was your weekend? Uh, it was good. Um, I'm healed up. Um, how about you, man? There's just a lot of good fights this weekend. Uh, a lot of great fights. Hold on. We being rude. Before, before we get into that, we, we do have a special guest here. Yes, I was yes, just my say boy. Uh, David Reyes. <laughs> what's your David name? What's your Reyes. name, man? David Reyes. <laughs> AKA P2. AKA P2, one of the fighters here at Bostonology. Um, one of the, the good fighters here at Bostonology. Let me let me put some respect on his name. Yes, um, very accomplished, Will. 2021 Metro's Novice Champion. Yes, yes he sir. He was in the finals for the Ringmasters last year. Uh, before COVID hit, hit the scene. He was in the finals for the Golden Gloves quarterfinals. Uh, so he's eight and two right now as an amateur. He's putting in a lot of work. Uh, he's 126 pounds, yep. 22 years old, right? Yep. And he's, the future is very bright for him. He's also the co-owner of DMK Boxing and Fitness. DMK Boxing and Fitness. It's located in Porchester, New York, 141 South Main Street. And what type of gym is it? Uh, it's a studio um, gym, uh, private sessions we we run there. So everybody go check them out. Everyone from Portchester and uh, all that area around there, go check them out. Harrison. Yeah. So Dave, tell us, what do you think about the fight this week? Let's talk about we're, we're first here. and foremost the. Here you go. Devin Haney Devin. fight. Oh, that was I. That was a tremendous fight. Uh, I enjoyed that fight a lot. Um, Everybody had their critiques on it, but um, it was a rough and sluggish fight. Rough and um, how you say it? Um, <laughs> it it was a it was a it was a rough fight for Devin. Like usually, like he he gets out of these fights a little clean. I, I know the yeah, the Lenaris fight. He he took some punishment like towards the end, but this one was like JoJo's a JoJo like we talked about before. He's a uh, he's a real uh, rough dude. So. It was a little tough for Devin. He looked a little different to me yeah, this was, weekend. Yeah, it was definitely sluggish. Um, they were going at it, um, both hitting each other. Um, so it was a, a lot of combat, um, which I enjoy to see. Um, they usually talk about how Devin Haney is boring and stuff like that. Um, this is one of his best fights yet, and um, he showed a lot of hard Sweet, sweet science. This yeah, is preference. Preference. Definitely. So what you, what you think, Will? I say, I've been saying for a while that Devin, Devin Haney Reminds me a lot of Floyd in little things, right? But he hasn't put all his repertoire together. He hasn't put his arsenal complete. He's either moving his feet and not punching, or he's punching, not using his head. I mean, he hasn't done. You see the offense or defense with him. Like, it's, yeah, he's, it's, not, he's not complete yet, but I'm, I'm still waiting for that. Um, I like that he was, he was very accurate. Uh, I like Always. hitting to the body with the right hand. He he started with the jab pretty hard, but as rounds went by, his jab was very lazy, and there was rounds that he didn't throw enough jabs, and then this guy kept coming in. Um, I would like to see more footwork. I want to see him throw his shots and move. I think he takes unnecessary punches. Agreed. I believe he should be throwing his shots and then moving out the way. It makes the fight much easier for him. And much harder for his opponent. His opponent was okay. I give his opponent, I know I'm going to be rough on this, a C plus. He fought in spurts. He didn't do anything spectacular. I didn't see no urgency. Towards the end, he put a little urgency, but 
I don't understand a lot of people. They know they're losing the fight. The last round, they go a little harder. You should have did that before. You, know? you should have did that from the eighth round. You should have did that from round one. The whole fight. The whole facts. The whole fight. Devin Haney definitely um, started dominating towards the end, um, in my opinion. Um, I think he was just, it was just a matter of, you know, um, dictating the opponent, understanding, you know, what he's doing. And I think he picked up after after that, and he just let, started letting his hands go yeah. more often. Um, what weaknesses you see, Dave? Uh, of Devin Haney? Yeah. Um, well, he, he doesn't know how to fight on the inside too well. Um, he shies away from that. Sometimes mm. as a fighter, you know, you're going to have to stand your ground and, you know, Put your put your back into it, so that's where he was lacking. Um, the boxing. Stage, I like he's that. One of the best boxers in, in boxing. So facts. I think he fought good in the inside, but I think he stays too long in the pocket. Yeah. And that's when he gets okay. hit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's not his. That's not his game. Like I like you said, he he stays way too long in the pocket. Too long. Too long. Too long. Too get long. get what you got to get and get out of there. Move. Keep your guy turning. Use your jab. He abandons the jab. Like you said, like towards the end of the fight, he just abandoned the jab. Like it's working. He has a, a excellent jab. Excellent jab. Excellent jab, I, reach. I think a lot of it has to do with confidence. I don't think he believes in the stuff yet. I mean, like I said, he goes He's young. You know, the, the Jorge Linares fight, he goes after the fight, he asks him, How did I do? Do I hit hard? You know, do I move fast? You know, am I looking good in the ring? Yeah. I mean, he, he doesn't have the confidence. I don't believe he's hundred percent believing in himself. Yeah, and he's fight. That, and when he does, it's gonna be scary. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. He's what? Is, how old is he? Twenty, twenty-two, twenty-three. He's he's a he's he's young. Yeah, he's young. Yeah. yeah, I mean he's got he's got time. But like you said, like the the confidence is definitely a thing. Like especially what he said at the Lenares fight. Like we talked about that last last week. That's 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 a no no. <laughs> I want to see Devin Haney do what uh, George Gamosis did: move, throw your shots, move, let your hands go. You got to be fearless. Cambosis Cam Cam was fearless in that fight. You got to go in there, not reckless. You got to go in there smart, but knowing that what you have is going to work. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you think um, these fighters are getting pushed too too quickly? Um, yes. Like Devin Haney. Um, I wouldn't say Javante, but Teofimo. These fighters are getting pushed um, too quickly. Maybe it's because of the media, you know, a lot of pressure. Well, I, I think it's talk. the media. I think it's the media, and I think it's the fighters. They're all calling each other. It's yeah. funny because there's 10 guys, and if you add 10, because he loved him because he just came for 140. Back down. I was looking at the magazine. He was at 140. Mm-hmm. He wasn't even ranked in the 135. So now he's back in the 135. You get 11 guys. Everybody there could win a belt. 135 Everyone is the division. It's very good. It's packed. It's a packed division. Very good in that division. Full of monsters. You got Lomachenko, Ryan Garcia, uh, Javier Fortuna, uh, Jojo. Uh, uh, this kid Cruz, Isaac Cruz. You got Tank, uh, George Gambosas, Teofimo Lopez. Yep. You know, so you got a stacked division. Yeah. You know, Lomachenko was in there. Uh, Richard Comey. Yep. I yep. Mean, this is a hot division. Yep. You know, Cam- way, Campbell. Holding, though, um, they're fighting each other. You can see it. Teofimo with Gambosas, Devin Haney with JoJo. So everybody, you know, I think. It's a matter of time. Yeah, it's a matter. Yeah, they they so they gotta fight each other at some point. Yeah, like it's a matter of time. I think I think the problem is that the promoters, uh, as well as uh, the fighters and and as well as the fans, they want to make these fights happen fast. Even though they're very young, they still need probably five more fights before they go to the mainstream. 
But I think they just care. People are scared that they're going to jump up in weight, maybe go lower in weight, um, and not fight each other. And they don't want to miss out the super fights that could happen. No, nah, no, nah, big money, man, big money. Like, this guy Ryan Garcia, we still nothing. Like, he comments on the tank fight, and we're going to get into that fight a little later, but he comments on the tank fight. It's like, dude, why are you even talking? Like, we you, we haven't seen you fight in, in years. Like, why are you even commenting on it? Every time someone's fighting, he's got something to say. He reminds me of a little kid. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I can't really explain it too well, but he he just reminds me a little kid that just. And he, he is. He's 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 really young. He's young, and I I I get it. But like, you're a fighter. You're a fighter first. Yeah. And I think he's worried more about his social media. Yeah. He's big in YouTube. I don't think he's focused. I think he's made a lot of money probably from the YouTube. He's made money from boxing, from probably signing with De La Hoya. Yeah. And I think it's gonna get to a point that De La Hoya is gonna get tired too. Yeah. I mean, he's defending him and he's riding with him, but there's gonna be a point. He's gonna say, "Hey, when are you gonna start fighting these guys? Well, I can't, I can't be backing you up all day." Can- Canelo already called him out, yeah. and that's that's his that's his boy. That's but his boy. but it's constructive criticism, and he's he's right. Like, dude, I don't want to see you tweeting no more, bro. Like, I want to see you in the ring. Like, this is you a fighter. You ain't a Twitter a Twitter warrior. Like, <laughs> and, and he's going the same route as Teofimo Lopez, hitting people, world, world strong man in the stomach. Smoking hookahs. Yeah. That's not what he's doing, but he's hitting people in the stomach with the vast thing. And we see and, how that ended for, for Tiafimo. Yeah, and, and if you don't take boxing serious, especially when you got other guys that are just as hungry and just as equally talented, because he is, I think Garcia is very talented. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I just don't think his mind is into it. And he can't fight a tank. Even though, look, if he would have been taking this real serious, he had a good chance against anybody. But right now... I give him a very little chance because I don't think he really wants to fight. If he really wanted to fight, he'd be in the gym every day training. Yeah, yeah. Not in the hospital in Bellevue. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Devin Haney, what's your, what's your final letter grade on Devin Haney for the fight? Uh, I'm going to give, I mean, he fought a quality guy in the rank of the Abs- top 10, right? Absolutely. Um, the pressure was on. I, I seen a lot more in Dev, Devin. I saw more poised. Uh, I like his shot selection. He just got to get out the way of the punches. He stays too long, and I think he loses a lack of concentration with his jab. Uh, I think stuff that he could work on, but they gotta—they don't have that much time. It's, it's the, crunch time still. Great. I give him a, a B minus. B minus. Just because I expect more. I'm looking at him as the next Floyd. Yeah. Not that he's going to be Floyd. Right. But very similar to, you know, little things. So I, I, I'm very hard on his on the criticism for him. I'm going to give him a, a B minus. Yeah, I, I, I'd give him a B. I'd give him a B. Not pretty I'll much go, the I'll same. I'll go with a B plus. B plus. Yeah. Why? I, mm. I like it. I, li- I like the, the fight um, that he just had. Um, I think it was a tough fight. Jojo Diaz is, is a really tough opponent. Um, he's not the best boxer, but he's a tough opponent. He's a quality opponent. And, yeah. um, he, he did well against him. He won a lot of rounds. So, I'm You know, plus. one question I want to say. So, mm. uh, a few fights already with, uh, with this one here, with Jojo Diaz and, and the fight with uh, uh, the last fight. What's his name? Um, uh, Linares. Jorge Linares. Yep, yep. He didn't go down, but he got wobbled a few times in both fights. Oh, he, he, he no, no, no. He, he was hurt in the Linares fight. He was yeah. grabbing him even the round after. He yeah. didn't recover after that. And this fight, he was shaking a little bit. Yeah. So, I questioned his chin. I mean, 
He's not the type of guy that should be standing there. That's a reason no. why not to stand And there. he's not a power puncher. He, he, he doesn't have anything. If a guy like Teofimo or Tank, even Isaac Cruz, these are guys that hit hard. Yeah. What will happen if they consistently, consistently, consistently hit him? He's going to look like a piñata. <laughs> you know, so he has to use his footwork and moves. That's true. I, I agree. I agree. I, I can't even I can't even argue that. Um excellent excellent fighter, excellent boxer, but again, you in the pocket too long, man. That's that's it's not his game. Not his game. Dave, who would you like to see uh a Haney fight next? Um well yeah, that Cam Cambosis. I want him to see him win win all the belts. Um, Cam you can do that at this age, I mean, you know, it's good to see a young hungry fighter do something like that. Um Teofimo did it. He could do it. Um, I think he's better. I think he's one of the best, honestly. Hmm. Haney? Yeah, I think Haney's on. He showed it. Um, and who do you think wins that fight between Haney and Gambosas? Uh, that's and, that, and that fight, a, by the way, will most likely be about 99.9% sure in Australia. Yeah. Around easy. You still, think, you think so? People. Yeah, listen, Devin, Gambosas uh, uh, said he wants to fight Australia next fight. And Devin Haney said, I don't mind. Flying out there. He said it could be in Jupiter. <laughs> okay. Jupiter, yeah, so Sounds good. If he's willing to do it, you know, that, that just makes the odds harder. Yeah, nah, from, from what I've seen from Cambosis in that last fight, that is a very, very tough fight for Devin Haney. That's a very yeah. – that guy is fearless, man. Like, he, he's, he's got that, that, that Arturo that Gotti, that, that he's got that dog in him. Yeah, he's – and Devin Haney's not a power puncher. And nah. – and That's not gonna be a knockout. Exactly what we were talking about. Sitting in the pocket, you can't do it with that guy. You can't do. He's got to box him. He's got to box him to perfection. Like that is a tough fight. And that is the type of fight that Devin Haney needs to put everything together. That's everything. the type of fight. If he's gonna win all the belts and be called the man, he has to put everything together. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I believe his training camp is great. I think he trains hard. I don't think he takes shortcuts. No. But he he has mental laps. He does little things he has to work on. Maybe he needs to add a second trainer into the into the mix. Mm -hmm. He has. I, I mean, you ha you have to step it yeah, up somehow. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, I forgot his name. Mickey. Yeah, he uh Mickey Mickey uh Mickey Bay. He yeah, he used to, he was a former fighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he used to fight under uh, uh, Floyd. He actually fought Cambosis, if I'm not mistaken. I, I yes 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 yeah. yeah Mickey Bay Mickey Bay shout out to him. Um, but yes. So my question. Do you think Devin should take Cambosis next? This is for both of y'all. Or do you think he should take another fight before that? Or do, does he take Cambosis in his next fight? What do you think, Dave? Yeah, yeah, take, um, take him. Um, he's been calling him out already. Mm. Um, he's been asking for this. This is what he's wanted. Um, now, you're saying he should take him. He but should take him, and he's ready. Do you think him. he's ready? He's re okay, he's ready. that's what I want to hear. So, he's ready. Okay. Um, we don't know how ready he is, you know, because, you know, Styles make fights, but... Um, He's, he's ready for him. Okay. Um, yeah, I think he's. What you think, Will? I mean, look, Devin, you, you can't go backwards. Yeah. Well, who's he going to do? Get a tune up below the top 10? He just fought a guy that's in the top 10, you know? And just fought uh, Jojo Diaz, who's in the top 10. Mm -hmm. So he's not going to get to fight Tank because Tank just had a fight. He's not going to fight. Cruz, because they just had fights. And he's not going to fight Ryan Garcia because <laughs> we, don't, we don't know where, where the fuck he is. And so. Ryan Garcia needs a tune up. He needs to fight someone from 10 to 15, maybe two times, 
uh, two different guys and then get into the mix. I, I can't see how he's just going to jump in there. And he could very well do it. He could. You know? uh, but I think confidence level, I mean, he needs two easy fights. He's a young kid. You know, I heard, I heard a rumor about him in um, Jose Vargas maybe fighting. I don't know. Somebody mentioned mm. Yeah, I checked that. That's false. Oh, that's false. That is okay. false, yes. Fake news. Fake news, ladies and gentlemen. But <laughs> anything is possible and anything is doable. Yeah. With the right money, the right team, anybody can take the fight. Yeah, true. You know? I mean, give me $50,000 and I'll be losing some weight right now. Shit, I'll jump, jump, jump in there right now for 50 k um, If Jake Paul calls me out, I'd be glad to take some punches and slaps. In I the face. I think you'll beat him. I believe. So I think too. you could beat him. I'm not even. Yeah, Tommy Fury backed out too. He's uh, he he needs he needs an opponent. Yeah. He needs an opponent. Yeah, he's getting a rematch with uh with with uh Woolley. Oh yeah? yeah. That that'll be that'll be interesting. Yeah. That'll be interesting. That'll be interesting for the people that are non-boxers. Yes. Because I'm yes. not interested in that fight. Yeah, I, I won't watch it. I I'm not gonna watch it. Um, I, I like to watch real boxing. I don't know about everybody else, but. Yeah. Even though... Teach his own. Even though uh, Paul has gotten a lot better. Yeah. He didn't look that sloppy. He's been using the jab. He's not throwing crazy. He did 10 rounds. Right? Was it 10 rounds? You know, there's guys I know in the gym. They can't even do three. And they're here this is true. Day. This <laughs> is true. This is true. No, he's, the guy's training. He's training. He's taking think, it serious. I think YouTube boxing is good for boxing. Is there anything that's going to promote boxing yeah. is good for boxing? That's yes, absolutely. You know? And actually, he's respecting boxing because... He literally is every day from what Zab Judah said and other people that he's taking it as serious as possible. Yeah. He's the sparring and you can, you can tell. Like, he's he's actually getting better. Yeah. He's actually getting yeah. better. And I, I want to ask you all this because um, a lot of boxers have an issue with the YouTube boxing thing, like you just said, right? Yeah. And I agree with you. I don't yeah. I don't think it's a bad thing, especially, like, these guys are getting millions of dollars for this. Like, I'm, I don't knock nobody's hustle. Like, first of all, I don't ever want to get into another man's pockets, but if that's how you're getting your money – Get it. Like, I'm not jealous, but a lot of boxers feel there's guys that's been training their whole life and yeah. dedicating their life to this, and they're not getting those kind of paydays. They're not getting that kind of exposure. Like, and do you think that's, that's exactly a fair it's, criticism? No, it's, it's, it's not fair. I mean, you know, it's just it's business. It's, it's business, honestly. Like, that's how you just have to look at it. Um, It's who you bring into the table. Like, your fans, you know, they're going to come out and watch you. True. I mean, even some of the best pop box like Terrence Crawford, you know how y'all say he doesn't get enough um, praise. Yeah, yeah, praise. yeah. So it's, it's just like that in that sense. He just he has a lot of praise behind him. Yeah. So that's why it, ma- it makes it seem like that. But um, you know, he's putting in the work. He's doing what he needs to do. Um, Listen, yeah. you can't knock anybody that has a following. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The guy is not trash. Because I can't call anybody trash in boxing, but no. he's he's putting in the work at a fast, high level, right? Mm-hmm. Rapid speed. Yep. Um, and I know this. And look, it sucks that a lot of guys have been doing this for a long time. They have mm-hmm. two hundred amateur fights. Some people even have three hundred amateur fights, and they're not making a million dollars. They're not even making hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. And this guy's making a few million already. But you know what? They should have thought of the idea of the YouTube. Yeah. They should have did something on YouTube. To create this flow of followers, and if they would have did that, they would have had yeah. that check. Yeah. So yeah. listen, there's gonna be people out there that's gonna create ideas. Paul happened to just be one of the first, and his brother, 
And um, they capitalized. And they, and they were athletes already. They were wrestlers. Yeah, already. yeah. So and it wasn't like they never knew nothing. Millions, millions of followers. Like you, you get when you what you negotiate at the end of the day, right? These guys are bringing something to the table. Like they, 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 they come to any any promotional company and say, "Hey, listen, I can bring a million viewers to you." Yeah. <laughs> and they're very good shit talkers. They are. They yeah. are. And I like that. And I they are. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they, they're top tier. Yeah. They're top tier yeah. shit yeah. talkers. And, and 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 we're in an age that people like to hear. Yeah. WWE. Crap. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, that's all they want to hear is that. That drama. Yeah. And listen, like I said, Teacher Zone, I don't watch it, but I'm happy for those guys. They, they're doing their thing. They're hustling. Um, but I think we're all in agreement with this. Like, no boxer should feel any way about it. If you're a boxer, just box, man. Do your thing. Yeah. That, that is something completely separate. I don't, I don't even consider them, like, yeah, in a professional boxing range. Yeah, it's, I don't even think they should be thinking about those guys, like, me personally. Yeah, it's a different well, level. Well, right now, there's going to be a lot of people thinking about them because of the paycheck that they're going to get. Well, then go get it. You go know? get it. Go go challenge them. I would. So <laughs> to go, so it's easy to, money. So to go to a different route now. Okay. Dave, tell us a little bit about your preparation for fights. What do you go through each and every day? Give us a rundown from the morning that you wake up to the nighttime. What do you really do? What do you eat? How many miles do you run a day? How many times you spar a week? Uh, and, and what are you looking to do to get better? Um, well, the first thing I do, I'm, I'm on the scale, top of the morning. I'm always checking myself constantly throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Um, running four or five miles, depending um, for long distance. Then we got two miles for sprints, maybe. Um, as for dieting, um, it differs. I, I switch it around. Um, I don't think it's hard for me to cut weight. I'm, you, I walk around around. 135, um, so I'm dropping down to 126, so it's like a 10 pound, 11 pounds um, weight difference. Um, Is that with that chicken parmesan I saw you with yesterday? <laughs> oh, man. I mean, yeah. Um, All them donuts. Right now, we're not on <laughs> training camp, so we good, but um, yeah, I mean, cutting the weight is, is, is not really that um, hard. Um, I know some guys that are cutting like 20 pounds, 25 pounds, you know, which is crazy. Um, but as for the miles, yeah, four or five miles, running four or five times a week, um, wearing a sauna suit um, for training camp. Um, we're just doing everything. I mean, bags, footwork. I saw the sauna suit. That's a beautiful sauna suit. How did you get that? How did you acquire it? Coach Wilson gave it to me. <laughs> Bing bong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, one of the best um, sauna suits, honestly. I, I spent like two pounds. Um, compared to regularly without nothing on, I sweat off like two pounds easily. Um, yeah, I mean, training camp, training camp is like any other training camp. Getting the bags constantly, um, going over the game plan with my coach, um, Coach Fernando. Um, shout out to Coach Fernando. Yeah, uh, shout out to the man that's in Dominican Republic. Yeah, he calls me just about every day, asking me what I want. He's brilliant. Um, he knows what he's doing. Um, he's yes, he is. Part of the reason why I'm, I'm so great right now. Um, Honestly, um, yeah, training camp is just like no other. You know, grind hard, put the work in, um, you're going to get the results. Would you say that 90% is mental or 90% is physical? Um, or what's the percentage? Yeah, how would, you, how would you break it down? I give it 50-50. I give it, um, well, I think they're in their own lanes, honestly. At this point, is at their own lanes. Um, hmm. 100% mental and 100% um, 
physical. That's interesting. Um, my body, my body be is hurt. Is it gets beat up um, during training camp? Is in pain? Um, is is at all time high um, during training camp? And the mentalness is just to keep going, to keep doing it every every day, you know, until it's fight time and stuff like that. So it's it's at a all time high of both of them. So I give it. What do you enjoy? to do in the gym. What is it, the one thing you enjoy to do? Jump rope, sparring? Spar. <laughs> I love to spar. Yeah. I love to dominate. Um, I think that's my biggest thing. I, I just get in there and I just, I feel like I can be myself. Um, honestly, I get to be this demon. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I like to dominate. I like to assert myself. I like to make sure that other, other man knows that I'm, I'm the better man in the ring and I'm, you know. As, as it should be yeah. all the time. What is your aspirations in boxing? What do you plan to do? Do you plan to be in the amateurs forever or do you plan to go pro? What is your ultimate goal? Well, I want to do it. Me and my coach talked about, and even you, we talked about um, being in the amateur for like a year. Um, you know, gather up these amateur fights, maybe like 40, 50, um, build a good resume, and then eventually um, we go pro. And then from there, we attack that as a whole. Um, and then what was the other question? So to answer that question, right, to go with the question, um, that David said that he's looking for 30 to 50 amateur fights, yeah. maybe go pro in a year. Now, I always, I think that's one of the best things to do if you're a hungry, young uh, cub yeah. and you want to be a lion, this is the way to go because the more fights you have in the amateurs, the more relaxed you will be in the professionals. And it just shows that you have a resume. Just like somebody that will go for a job interview, they're gonna look at people's resume. Mm -hmm. And if your resume is not up to par, if I got somebody with three amateur fights, and I got this guy with 50 amateur fights and a few championships in between, who you think I'm gonna go for? Obviously, I want to go for the guy with the most experience. Experience. And and that goes a long way because all the top guys right now, from Lemacheco, Mayweather, or any other any guy, you know, Crawford and Spence and Nero Spence, uh, um, this guy, uh, uh, Charles, they all had amateur experience. Yep. And it helps financially, and it helps with your career build you up because a manager will take you and. They'll start building you up. It's easy to build you up because you already have a little name on, on, on the amateurs and they'll build around that and they'll get you some easy fights and, and get your confidence up in the pros and they'll see what you're lacking and, and, and what you're mastering in and they'll bring other people into your team and before you know, you're becoming a complete fighter and I think people want to go pro after one or two amateur fights yeah. or even seven or eight amateur fights not knowing how difficult it is to turn pro. Yep. Because they ain't going to be easy fights. Nobody's yep. going to give you They're going to be the easy, easy fight. fight. <laughs> yeah. You're going to be the easy fight. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be you. <laughs> so you're on the right path. path yeah. yeah. You're on the right path. For sure. Um, we just going to keep grinding it out day by day. Um, I got the right team around me, so yep. I feel good. Tell me about when you're uh, when you're home, when you're when, when when you're done boxing, right, you had a fight, you finished the fight, what do you do for a week to relax? What is your vices? I don't do much to relax. Um, nowadays, I'm, I'm just busy off my ass, honestly. 
um, with the gym, um, work, family, you know, dealing with other issues. I'm always moving around. Um, watch TV and relax my body, let it, you know, heal up. I don't really have time to myself most of, most of the days, you feel me? Guys, uh, please subscribe to the channel. Like if you like it. If you don't like, press don't like. This is going to help us get some recliners because my behind is on fire. Yeah, <laughs> you got to get us out these chairs, guys. This we... wooden chair, I, I know how people in the bar feel. After a while, they go into a bar fight. I was wondering what's This thing really is getting me very antsy. You got to keep moving your legs, man, because nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, it's tough. It's rough. Let's get into this. So we also had another fight. Do you have any questions for David? Oh, yes, I have a lot of questions for David that we're going to get into later, but I want, I want David to relax for a little bit. Yeah. You, you just you, you put a lot on him just now, so I'm going I'm to I'm get off Dave for a little bit, and all then we're going we gonna to go right, back to all you, right. all right? So, Tank Davis, Eastside Cruz. We were saying this guy's name wrong last week, man. Isn't, we were, but I see, I see Eastside, and, I, and I'm spelling it Isaac. It's fucking Isaac, man. It's Isaac. I don't know who's calling him Eastside. <laughs> yeah, we, we call him Isaac. Isaac Cruz, but Tank last Davis. Week, last week I butchered Gambosa. They call him Gambosi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's done from the mob. Yeah. Salami, baloney. <laughs> That's like, 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 what's the dude Canelo's fighting? Uh, oh, yeah, we don't even know. Yeah, we don't know. <laughs> I'm still doing the research. Let's, let's like get back into that. Um, yes, Tank, Tank versus um, Isaac Cruz, um, slash, aka Isaac Cruz. Um, what y'all think? I was not happy about that fight. Ooh. I was not okay, happy about okay. That fight. And I, I'm a, I'm a Javante Davis fan, so <laughs> okay. you know, there's no hating over here. But, um, you know, we holding these fighters at a high level, right? Um, mm -hmm. They gain a big payday. You know, everybody wants to see them be great. They talk about being great. Um, so we got to hold them to, you know, high standards. And that fight, he, he fought, uh, fought a good opponent, of course, yes. But he didn't show me much, honestly. He didn't really hurt, he didn't hurt the guy. Um, he wasn't landing as much punches, uh, punches as he should have. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if it was the percentage, but um, I saw the highlights, and it was, it was a boring fight. Um, the boxing wasn't even – they say he boxed good, but to me, when he was boxing, he mm. wasn't really landing as much. Um, he was doing more running than anything. Um, oh, man. And he was getting caught with these good shots as well. Yeah, he was getting caught with a lot of body shots. Yeah, and he, he got caught to the face a couple of good times. So who do you think won, won that fight? Um, I give it a tank. Um, I I still give it a tank. Um, but the uh, scorecards could have gave a, a more to you know Isaac Cruz. Yeah. Um, so it's an interesting take. It's an interesting yeah. take, man. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I I didn't expect you to go go there with that. Um, I so I agree. Yes, he didn't look his best, and apparently his hand was hurt during training camp. Uh, Calvin Ford, one of his coaches. He said after the fight, because um, I know during the fight, he did say his hand was hurting, and he stopped using the left after, like, the eighth, ninth round. He was only using his right hand, but everybody got, these problems. Everybody got problems, right? I, I'm just but sick I will, I will say this, and we, not, we don't make excuses for no fighters. Yeah. He did stop using the left hand. I did notice that. That yeah. was, that was that's, that's clear. Like, we're not going to. I just don't want to hear anybody say, hey, my hand got hurt. No, but training camp. wait, 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 wait. He didn't, he didn't make the excuse. I saw him land a punch a few times. Yes. The uppercut, his devastating uppercut, land on the top of the guy's... Uh, on his head, on yeah. The head. The shorter guy. So you... you yeah, you, someone possibly hurt himself yeah, there, not yeah. in training camp. But 
to his credit, he didn't make the excuse if his hand was hurting. He still fought, even when his hand was hurting, visibly, we've seen it. He was out there fighting, he was using his right hand, and he was moving. But um, to give my take on the fight, um, I thought in the beginning of the fight he did box well. Now, I thought he would have knocked this guy out. I thought he should have knocked him out. He should have pressed the attack way sooner than he started to. Um, then once his hand got hurt, it was... Honestly, he, he looked like he wasn't even hurting the guy. Um, well, he wasn't even landing, man. Like, like once, once every good shot, maybe, like, he'll... Yeah, yeah. Uh, what what was crazy, you, you watched the round, and you yeah. seeing him throw these hard shots, and yeah, then the when they showed a slow-mo... He's missing him. <laughs> he, yeah. he, he couldn't really get his time in on the guy. Um, he, he wasn't really landing too, much, too many shots on the dude. I think the first round was the feel-out round. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He felt, you know, Cruz out. They both felt each other out. And I think the one that won on that exchange was Cruz. I think Cruz said to himself, I don't think he could hurt me. I think I could block his best punch because I'm shorter. You know, his hands was high. So... I like that. He had a nice, tight Good, defense. Good defensive responsibility. He, he kept those hands up the whole fight. And he was smothering Tank's punches. Yeah, yeah. Coming in. Yeah. And that was a smart move. He stuck to his game plan. Yeah. I would have liked to see, it would have been a lot more competitive if Cruz would have let his hands go a little bit more. Yeah. And I think, to Tank's credit, he was scared to open up and get caught with that uppercut. I don't think it's that Tank don't hit hard and didn't hurt him. I think he felt it because they asked him. He says, yeah, he does hit hard. But he's also being cautious. Remember, you have to be. You have to be. That's the to open up even yeah, more yeah. instead of getting caught. There, there, was a point, there was a point in the fight um, towards the middle of the fight where Tank started to get more aggressive, and I seen Cruz slowing down, slowing down a bit. He was feeling the power, and then Tank pulled this foot off the gas. And I don't know if it was the hand. I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was Cruz hitting him with those body shots. I think it's a combination of Cruz hitting him with the body shots. I saw a few times that he didn't like getting hit there. He grabbed him fast. Yeah. I think he did was he was affected with the body shots. I think he also hurt his hand. I thought he was a little bit winded. I think he threw his game plan off because he was he's not used to backing up. Yeah. You know. So he's I think it, cool. I think it's a little bit of everything. I think a little bit of everything played into this. Do you think? And this has been like a theme with Tank, like in a lot of his fights, and I feel like. I feel like he doesn't have much respect for a lot of fighters, right? And I see him, like, even in the Santa Cruz fight, for example, right, just walking in front of these guys, not moving his head. He's just he's just taking punches. Like, it's like – and he even started doing it in this fight. He's sitting in front of the guys playing. Like, I don't think he has respect for these fighters. And I think – I think I don't think he's pulling out his A game. I, I really don't. He's another guy that – he trains very hard. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm just – he got the win, right? It doesn't yeah. matter if he went by a mile or an inch, but he got the win. Win is a win. He didn't win. look great. He looked sloppy at times, uh, but he still did enough to win. He did yeah. more. He, I expected more. I think everyone expected more. Yeah. I think everyone yeah, expected absolutely. him to go knock this guy out. Yeah. But Mike Tyson couldn't knock everybody out. No. Mike Tyson fought in his prime, bone crusher Smith, two times. The guy kept coming forward. Tyson couldn't do nothing. Yeah. There's just some guys that could take your punch. Yeah. You know, and, and, and it becomes a boring fight. Yeah. You know, not many people will remember that fight unless you're a diehard boxing fan. Yeah. But that guy, that guy two times made Tyson look bad. And even on the podcast, Mike said, oh, that guy was just so difficult. It's tough. It's some, tough guy. It's just some guys. You just yeah. want to fight. Yeah. And I just think. I don't think that was the case here, though. I don't, I don't, I don't I, think. I wanted to see more um, 
domination from him, more pushing forward, honestly. Yeah, yeah. But he doesn't want a rematch. He doesn't. I don't think he should give him a rematch. I don't think. I don't even think. I don't think the fight fight was close enough for a rematch. Like Cruz was. Cruz was missing a lot of punches. He showed. Tank showed great defense in the first half of the fight. He he had the guy's number. He just wasn't aggressive as he used to be. And I don't want to keep bringing up the hand thing, but he didn't look. And this is a this is a problem with like good fighters, right? Like, and this happened to Andre Ward, right? When he fought Kovalev the first time, people thought he lost the fight because he didn't look as good as he usually looked, or he didn't dominate an opponent the way he, he usually dominates them. So in their mind, it's, it's bad, but it's not. He still, Javante won that fight. Like, it's, it's not even a debate. Like, we're not, we're not gonna, I'm not going to sit here and say the fight was close, because it wasn't. With a question, without a question or doubt, he won the fight. Yes. And um, when you fight the best, the guys are training just as hard. Absolutely. Or even harder. Yeah. You know, and then some guys are not blessed with the skills and talent of a Gambosis or a Devin Haney yeah. or Ryan Garcia that they're blessed with a lot of different talents, right? Some guys like Cruz and, and, uh, and Jojo Diaz, these guys are grinders. Yeah. So they, their thing is training hard so they could throw a lot. They didn't throw enough. And that's... If they would have thrown more, if he would have thrown more, oh yeah, yeah, he probably would have hurt him more. Maybe he dropped. Who knows? No one knows. Or he would have got hit. Or he would have got hit. But it would have now shown the different side of the game. Yes, yes. Uh, but I don't want to see a rematch. It, it it was a good fight. It wasn't a great fight. I gave the fight overall a C. Um, I expected more fireworks. Mm-hmm. But then again, when you fight better fighters. This is what's going to happen. That's what happens. I hope people don't expect Javante Davis to knock everybody out. You know, he might not knock out Devin Haney. He might not knock out a number of guys. You know, but that's what it is. When you fight the best, you're going to get less knockouts. Yeah. You know, Kuro wasn't getting all these knockouts. Trinidad wasn't getting knock- all these who's knockouts. Who's next? You know, so. Who's, oh. who's next for who, Tank? Yeah, who's next for Tank? That's... It's, it's, it's completely, and it's, it's a two-sided question, well, a two-sided answer. Yeah. Um, who wants to fight him, number one? Do any of those guys want to fight him? And I, I don't think he's, he's dodging anybody, but does he want to take these guys? Like, does he feel it's worth taking these guys? Because he's making money yeah, fighting whoever he wants to fight. He's, he's, and he's, these fights are on pay-per-view. He's a pay-per-view fighter now. That's <laughs> like, that 70-plus? That yeah, crazy. I, I Rem- choke up. Remember when pay per view was like fifty dollars? Remember that? Like the the big fights were like fifty fifty dollars yeah. max. Like yeah. seventy five dollars. I remember when fights were thirty nine dollars. Yeah, that's before. <laughs> <laughs> that's before I t- that's before I time. Yeah, that was back then when potato chips was a quarter. Nah. <laughs> He's getting tight. But let me tell you, a lot of people are gonna call out Tank because you think they, so? They, I, I think. Even though it was just an awkward fight for him uh-huh. because of the size. I think the size did cause a problem. And the, the guy is solid. Um, but a lot of guys are going to say, wow, he didn't get a knockout. So I could probably beat him. Hey, maybe I could jump in the mix. Maybe I could do this. That's, so the, that's, the, that's the old okey-doke. That's the okey-doke right there, man. Yeah. That's, like, that's like when Floyd uh, fought Madonna and they're like, oh, yeah, he's, he's vulnerable. And then, nah. But you know what? Everybody's gonna have a chance to fight each other. If Absolutely. They, if they stick into the division. 
Absolutely. This is a beautiful division. I think it's probably the most, it's going to be the most watched division. I oh, mean, yeah. In the heavyweight, yeah. we only could talk about five guys. Yeah, yeah. This division is 10 guys. And and then it's still younger guys coming up that, that are not even on the map yet. Like 130, 135, like, it's like even think about like guys like Shakur Stevenson, who they had level weights, uh, uh, Chris Colbert, all these guys, they're going to potentially go up to 30, 35. Like these, well, they're at 30 already, but they're going to go up to 35 at, at some point. Like it's a lot of guys out there. So. There's a lot of guys, the division, uh, you just spin the wheel, pick a, pick an opponent and mm-hmm. fight them. I mean, it's very good. Yeah. Let, and and let's give, let's give some recognition to, uh, Mr. Isaac Cruz. Um, I'm gonna say his name right. Isaac Isaac Cruz. Let's put some respect on his name. Um, Wait a minute. Is it Isaac or Isaac? It's 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 it's. it's <laughs> I said we was gonna call him Isaac, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna show him some respect. It's it's Isaac 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 so, Cruz. So it's Isaac for us, but they pronounce it different over there. Well, during the fight, everyone was pronouncing it Isaac. So that's how it's pronounced over there. I don't know. I don't. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna I'm gonna call him what his mama called him. His name is Isaac. I'm gonna call him Isaac. All right. I apologize, (laughs) but um, yes, um, great defensive responsibility. Like those hands were up and that, that was a big thing. A lot of tanks punches were going off of his gloves because he kept those hands up the whole fight, no matter what, even after he threw, it was hard for tank to counter because he was bringing his hands back or he left that other hand up. He was holding the phone the whole night. Um, Great body shots all night. He, he stuck to his game plan. um, But like you said, like a lot of these guys are not um, gifted with that talent, right? He's a grinder. So it's but so much you can do when a guy that athletic is moving around like that. He has that speed, the timing. Like, it's it's but so much you could do. But um, he impressed me. I thought – I told you, we talked about it last week. I, I thought he was going to get knocked out before the sixth round. Um, I, I thought Tech was going to win by knockout yeah. late, late. Yes, you said after the fifth uh, round, right? But, yep. you know, Cruz had some power behind that chin. Yeah, yeah, he he impressed me. He impressed me. I I, I want to see I want to see him going forward now. Um, I want to see what he does. I want to see Cruz versus JoJo. Oh, that's that. that is an exciting fight. Both that's an exciting fight. Thing in the fight, so imagine both of them going at it. Both Mexican and both, I think, will complement each other's style. That's a, that's a, that's a, yeah. that's an exciting it fight. Could be a fight of the year. It could be. That. They're gonna. That's a that's a brawl. That's a brawl. That is a brawl. Nope. I mean, this guy Pitbull. He you couldn't even get a smirk out of this guy. Nah. He was nah. as cold as can be. Yeah. Yeah. They asked him questions. He said fast answers, and he just kept staring at nowhere. I mean, this guy. Yeah. Yeah. He he looks scary. Yeah. Yeah. He 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 gave my respect. He gave my respect. Um. Trying to get that number one spot. Yeah. Yeah. So TV. so so Tank. Tank said. About Cruz, even though Cruz lost, there's a star in the making. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's great compliment. Is that is a great compliment? Plus, he broke the streak of tank of the knockout streak. Knockout streak. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. True. 16, true. Sixteen. Right. He was on sixteen. Seventeen. I think it was seventeen straight. Seventeen yeah, straight. Like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And he didn't stop this guy. So. Yeah, and a little guy too. Like he's yeah. five, five, four. Five, four. My height. Yeah. yeah. Yep. You're not a little guy though. I'm twice his weight. <laughs> I, <laughs> today, today you are. Tomorrow I'll be three times. <laughs> so. But yet, I like that. There was uh, respect. Yes, uh, yes. And I like how he praised them. That was a, a, a wonderful way to uh, to talk about his opponent. Um, 
for him to say that, that's because he he felt so. Yeah, yeah, no, the guy was was tough. He's a tough competitor. Even Floyd said, you know, everybody was upset about the fight that Tank didn't knock him out. Some people thought he lost. You know, so if he didn't knock him out, it's an automatic loss. That's not the case. Yeah. You know, I actually liked to see this. Uh, I know for a lot of people, they probably thought it was boring, but it actually Dave, showed, Dave thought it was boring. It actually shows <laughs> it shows me what Tank could do with adversity mm-hmm. and in certain instances. Like he showed that he has. A, I mean, he has to clean it up. He has to clean it up, but. It shows that he could box, he could move. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. He's just not used to doing it yeah. enough, and he's too comfortable knocking people out. But I think it just showed a different side mm-hmm. of him that he could become better at. Didn't he do that with Barrios? I think he boxed the best with Barrios. That's boxing, what he, what he did there. I think mm. well, Barrios was a bigger guy. And he yeah. Started, and, and he had to like he 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 figure him out. Barrios brought the best out of him, honestly. You think so? Yeah, I mm. feel like wasn't Barrios winning on the scorecards? He was. He was winning on the scorecards, yes. He was. Yeah, and then um It was it was it was, was similar to uh when uh Terrence Crawford fought uh the other Benavidez. Remember that one? Yeah. And tall guys and is you gotta figure them out. It's it's kinda yeah. hard to get in. Like you, they're looking for, to counter you and they got the reach on you and these these guys are like we said, like these are top guys. Yeah, these, Barrios came out with his Well they're showing blueprints for everybody. Yeah. Well, these guys have weaknesses. Yes, it's, yes. Who sticks to the game plan, and whoever sticks to the game plan and does a phenomenal training camp wins the goal. It's a twelve-round fight. You got to make adjustments. It's, it's chess. Yes. It's a twelve-round fight, but you got to fight for fifteen. Yes, strategy is the best thing. Yeah, when you yeah. Have the best strategy. I mean, it's hard to beat. It's really hard to beat. I like to give a shout out to what Floyd, Al Heyman, and Leonard Elavi uh, did. And uh, even though I was watching the whole show, the YouTube thing, Mm -hmm. with some of the guys on there, uh, I just couldn't help watching, uh, uh, well, not not hoping, but wondering if a fly is going to land in Leonard Ellaby's nose. (laughs) What? (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, this guy has... Two, Yo, we, did somebody say um, two huge nostrils? <laughs> Look like a we we're not gonna Lincoln. listen. We're not gonna do this on this episode. He does look like Mr. Potato Head. He looks like Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> listen. Oh man! Shout out to Lin- <laughs> I thought you was about to say something nice about the dude, bro. Oh, <laughs> like, no. <laughs> Bing bong. Shout out! Shout out to Leonard Ellaby, man. Um, but much respect. I yes. Like, you know what they did, right? No, would you, would, what exactly are you talking about? Well, Floyd Alhaman and uh, Leonard Ellaby, they, they put boxing on Sundays. Yes, 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 yes. Floyd, they, they spoke about that. Floyd elaborated about it. He said, hey, there's football on Sunday. There's baseball on Sunday. There's basketball on Sunday. Tennis on Sunday. Uh, the music videos on Sunday. Why not Why boxing? Why is there no boxing on Sunday? And, and, and you're right. It's almost like a sacred day, which it is for a lot of people. But Everyone's home. Everyone's home. That's what, so it, yeah. It makes sense throwing it on a Sunday because everybody is going out on Saturday party. So when they're home Sunday, getting ready for the next day for work, they could put it in. They they, they rent or stream. Floyd, and, and Floyd, Floyd is such a, a competitor. He was smirking at when he made those comments also because 
It's just like, you know, he's competing with, he's competing with other sports yeah. now. He, says yeah. he said no, but he, he is. is. He is. He is. He is. He is. He's, he's such a competitor. Yeah. Now, my only... My but really, honestly, he's not competing against those sports. Yeah. You just can't. You can't. But you can't. He's definitely competing with other boxing He's networks. He's okay. challenging... He's he's yeah. pushing the limits as he as he always does. He's just pushing pushing the line, yeah. which is dope. My only complaint with the Sunday: if you're gonna do Sunday fights, please have them on the East Coast because I cannot stay up till one in the morning <laughs> yeah. when I got work on Monday the next day. Like I can't do it. Like these fights, you can't have them on the West Coast. This time difference is killing us. The main event starting at eleven, twelve o'clock. Sunday fights are great. I love the Sunday fights. Everyone's home. I'm chilling. Love it. Please have it on the East Coast. It Please. It was a little too late. Uh, what was it? 11 o'clock at night? Yeah, the main event us? started at like 11. Yeah, yeah. 8 o'clock over there. Maybe if they start 5 o'clock over there. I was tight. There, if they started 5 o'clock over there, it would be 8 o'clock over here. Right, which that'd is be, fine. 5 o'clock good. is great. That would be good. For them? <laughs> I don't live there. I don't care. I, I would love to see how much money they made, the views. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's um, a big Mexican fan. I, I know base. I know they were com- uh there were some comments made by them after the fight about people illegally streaming the fight. Um oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, there was a lot of uh illegal streams of the fight. Um and Floyd Floyd said something about it, Tank said something about it. Um but that's that's killing the boxing game right now. But again, like it is what it is, right? If, <laughs> if they didn't charge almost eighty dollars, <laughs> right. they would have paid. <laughs> I don't, I don't even look at it no more. Nah, people still going. People still going to stream it illegally. They still going to do it. it. That shit could be ten dollars, man. They, they're like, I ain't paying ten dollars for this. <laughs> it, it's, it's and, and let me tell you, you know what I want to see is like back in the days in the nineties, late eighties, nineties, even early eighties. Uh, Don King had a great undercard where. Not, you're not buying just for the main event. You're buying for the whole undercard, mm-hmm. and your people were sitting there filling up the stadiums. Because the whole other car was good. You had Chavez in there. You had Christy Martin in there. You, he even brought Butterbean in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he, he had uh, Terry Norris in there, uh, Michael Carball, and then Mike Tyson. I mean, he had a heck of a lineup, and uh, and the promotion was great. If if some of these guys, these promoters, could put better undercards, just not guys that are going to get KO'd in two rounds, I don't want to see that. I really don't want to see that. I want to see... Good fights the, on pay-per-view. The undercard that we just watched, uh, the the Tank undercard was pretty good. Uh, Dervianchenko fought. Um, he he fought Triple G. He Who won? F- uh, so <laughs> I thought he got robbed. He Wait, he. Triple G just fought. No no Triple G didn't fight. Dervianchenko fought. Okay. He he fought Triple G. He fought Danny Jacobs. He yeah yeah I know he, that. They have the same trainer. Yeah you know you know what I'm talking about. Um, but he fought on the undercard of the Tank fight and. It was a real good fight. He fought this guy, uh, a Cuban guy. I can't remember his name right now, but excellent fight. It was a, it was a very good undercard fight. Um, I I thought he won the fight though. Um, yeah, and it's it's sad. And I want to touch on this too because when he fought Triple G, I thought he beat Triple G too. I, I scored him winning that fight. And the guy's thirty six years old now. He's turning thirty seven, and he's it's like you're about to you're getting pushed out of boxing. It seems like. Yeah, it's 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 like it's almost like they they're pushing people out of out of boxing, and we know like boxing is it's politics, like, yeah, um, sure. and that the fight that on Sunday could have went either way, right? But um, the scorecards were crazy, man. They, they had them like winning like three rounds out of the ten, like <laughs> it was a competitive fight, like. And, and that's the thing that Floyd was talking about 
that he's he spoke with the WBC. They got to do something about these judging. It's, it's ridiculous, judging, man. It's ridiculous. ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's it's bad. Like even uh even the fight after that, which uh what's this guy for this Fortuna guy? Did you watch the the fight before Tank? Fortuna, yeah. yeah, this guy's like six six. Um, oh, oh. yeah, he's uh, uh one fifty four. Um, but that fight was not as competitive as the fight before, but it it wasn't as widespread. Yeah, he he's he didn't look good either. But I we we the first time watching him, I was amazed. Yeah. He was moving quick. He's letting his hands go, and he just—he just couldn't miss. He doesn't—he doesn't use his length though. You're, you're six foot six in the in the 154 pound division, and you you well, want to fight on the inside. That's—that's that's how he fights. That's how he fights. But uh, to my point, right? Like, there needs to be some type of penalty to judges. Like, it, it's it's getting ridiculous. Like, even we can go back to like the Floyd Canelo fight. Like, somebody scored to fight a draw. Like, the uh, actual professional judge. But that was like, handed that was in that a was draw. A, that was an incompetence. Like it wasn't like they were eight years old. I think that was right. Like Floyd. But why is that even allowed? Beat. Why is that kind of stuff even allowed in boxing? Like there's no penalty for that. Like is this is crazy? Like these guys, these guys train. Like and you, you're a fighter. Like yeah. you, you, I, I feel you bad. feel this. Yeah. I know you feel what I'm saying right now. Like these guys work hard. Like you putting your life on the line. First of all, everything should be fair for you. Everything you putting your life on the line, and you get in the ring, you fight your heart out, and you get cheated. And that's the thing. This, the guy you talked about is, is a white guy. Yes. And uh, whether it's white, black, or Spanish, all these guys really are not guys with great educations. This is the sport for the guys with no education. Poor man sport. Poor man sport. Very few have an education besides the Klitschko's. I mean, it's. It's crazy. I mean, you either got a criminal record or, <laughs> you know, you're a, a gang member or, you know, you're definitely not in the choir, you know. Like, these are the people that's in the sport. Nah, that's true. And that's they're true. tough. Yeah, yeah. Tough, rugged guys. One guy that I do not want to see in the future as a judge is Teofimo Lopez. <laughs> With his 10-2 scorecard. Score yeah, that was that was um I think well, his head was like the Milky Way. He was he was a little concussed. Uh, that 10-2 scorecard was a little crazy. Yeah. But um yes, it it is a problem in boxing. Um the politics of boxing is just at, at this point it's out of control, man. It's out of control. And I think of all the sports, like a sport where you putting your life on the line, like that's the last thing you want to do is get cheated, cheated out of something, man. I'm a huge Manny Pacquiao fan. I love Timothy Bradley. He's my buddy. If I see him soon, I wish him well. But the first fight with Timothy Bradley and Pacquiao, Pacquiao gave him robbery. Yo, a beat him one through one through twelve. Yeah, I think he probably won one round, and they gave Pacquiao one round. <laughs> I mean, who's if I was Pacquiao, would walk out the ring. <laughs> yeah. Listen, you ever seen Above the Rim? I was shocked. You ever seen Above the Rim? Above the Rim, yeah. Uh, that's what I'm going to do. Everybody <laughs> everybody out there know what I'm talking about. I mean, and the next two fights were similar. Except the last fight, Pacquiao dropped him twice. Yeah, he had to. He's like, I'm going to knock you out. Because <laughs> y'all, y'all robbing me. Y'all it, robbing me. It was, it's crazy. That was one of the worst. I mean, that was... I, I, I never saw Bradley even land much. I mean, that was yeah. probably... A, that was... Something above, though. That was probably like a person high. Yeah, and, yeah, he so. pissed somebody off. 
Yeah, Bob Barron. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, his own promoter. <laughs> so, so real fast, because I want to add this in here. Uh, when De La Hoya had his last fight with Bob Arum, it was against Sugar Shane Mosley, the second fight. And I believe that uh, Mosley was losing every round until maybe 9, 10, 11, probably four rounds. The last four rounds he was putting it together, right? Yeah, And yeah, even I agree. then, I thought he lost. And, I mean, it was so bad was the decision. And that was because De La Hoya had Golden Boy promotion established. This was his last fight on the contract. And Bob Arum, I'm sure, and I'm going to elaborate more on this, spoke to a lot of people that were judges. Mm. Hey, you want to work this fight with Oscar De La Hoya and Mosley? Uh, yeah, yeah, Bob. Because I think this is a tough fight and De La Hoya might lose. I think, do you want to work this? So he's not telling you to yeah, throw yeah. the fight from him, but in order to work for some of these guys, they kind of hinting for it, right? Yeah. Mm. And they get these jobs. And hey, if you do a good job for me, Michael or Jimmy or whoever's in that in that in that uh corner, I'll put you in the next fight. That other big fight coming up, remember? And they'll do exactly what they said. Mm-hmm. And they screw over these guys. I mean, Oscar didn't deserve that loss. He he it didn't. He didn't. Mosley didn't even think he won after the fight. But now Hopkins was in the back of his mouth open. Like he yeah. Didn't. But and then and then there's another one with Bob Arrow. Okay. So Jeremy Horn, right? Jeff Horn. Jeff Horn. I'm gonna disagree with you on this Manny one, but Pacquiao. but go ahead. Okay. I mean that round ten was like a a ten three round. I mean, he busted him up. He with did. Every shot. He did. But Jeff Horn, Jeff Horn won that fight. But go ahead. I'll let you go. I don't think he did. And that was his last fight, also. Yes. With top rank. Mm-hmm. And in Australia. Yep. And he made sure that Pacquiao would lose that fight. Yeah. And I, you know what? It I, was a competitive fight. I think. Fight. I think that started with the Timothy Bradley stuff. Yep. I think the Bob Aaron Pacquiao thing started that first Timothy Bradley fight. No matter what, you was gonna lose that fight, Pacquiao. Pacquiao. You was gonna lose. Pacquiao and he was making, it yeah. was, it was looking for him to lose constantly. Yes, yes. And then they, they tried to lift Timothy Bradley up after that. Yes. He was the next guy up, and Pacquiao it didn't work. Him twice. And you know what? Let's keep this conspiracy theory going now, because now you got my juices flowing. So. And, and Terrence Crawford, I'm sure, knows the whole scheme. And that's why he and knocked he out everybody at welterweight. Yes, yes. Think about this. Since Terrence Crawford went to welterweight. Every fight has ended in stoppage. He did not let any fight go to decision because Bob Aaron would have probably uh, robbed him. Let me tell you something. Hypothetical. If this fight would have won. Boxingology conspiracy theories. If, he, if Crawford would have won the decision with Porter. They, he would have he got robbed. Who would have known? He would have got who robbed. Who knows what would have happened? I would have got paid. And, and, I, and I'm, telling you, I'm telling you he would have got robbed because I can tell by the, how the commentating was going. Oh, yeah, they, they were leaning towards Porter. Porter yeah, Porter, yeah. You know. They weren't giving Crawford credit for anything he was doing in the fight, even though it was a close fight. Crawford was successful with some things, and they were making it seem like Sean Porter was running away with and the I fight. I wouldn't be surprised if I would have saw, in Terrence Crawford's corner, Oscar De La Hoya and Manny Pacquiao whispering in his ear, <laughs> they're going to take the fight away from him like they did to us. So you better go out there and knock this guy out. <laughs> and he did. He did. Did. That was impressive stoppage. I mean, for him to wake up like that and them telling him, you know, you're yeah. losing, and him to come out and be like, okay. But and that's the job and, of the corner. The job of the corner is saying, hey, man, yeah. 
you're doing whatever you're doing, but right now you got to do what we need you to do. Yeah. Because yeah. he was almost in limbo. There was a few rounds. There was a, I, I'm not lying about this, man. I don't know what round. He was boxing. And he's looking up. He's, I don't know what he was looking he's, up for. He's a slow start. I'm surprised he's you know, cool. You know what right I noticed in. about him? He has to get hit in order for him to wake to up. Wake up. And yeah. To wake up. Yeah. Lose, he loses Which is focus. Yeah. A lot of these guys lose focus. Yeah. I don't understand why. This is a major fight. I, I think it's, <laughs> I think, I think it's, it's, and as weird as it may sound, I think it's a cockiness. I think a lot of these guys yeah. have such a cockiness about them. Like, yo, you ain't, you can't beat me. Like it's whatever. I'm gonna come in here and do whatever. And then once they feel like you put some type of pressure on them, or you feel like they losing the fight, it's like, oh, all right, let me turn up now. But they get to a point where they meet somebody that, hey, is just as good as you and right. as even. Right. And then, then you gotta fight. And I want to touch on something we just said, right, about corners. And I'm gonna ask you, Dave, because yeah. you're a fighter. So, <laughs> how important, like, and this is like your understatement, like, but you it's, you it's, can I like this go. You can just tell like. This is very obviously this is important, but the your 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 corner, your corner man, like your corner your corner man has to be your second set of eyes. Yeah. Your corner man has to, to be there to, to tell you, you know, openings and um flaws of the other fighter or what you're doing wrong. Um yeah, your corner man is, is your is your right hand man when you're in there and if your corner man is not talking to you and you know, telling you these things, um you need to get a new corner man. Honestly. You need two corner men. Yes. Yeah. Because yes. one corner man has to look at the opponent, see what flaws and what things are open. The other one has to see what you're doing wrong. Yes. And everybody yes. has to collaborate. Yes, yes. Because one guy can't see all of that. Can't see all of that. Don't. don't. Plus, you need a good cut man. Yeah. Don't, Very important. Don't tell me, um, just go beat him up. Oh. Beat him up. Yeah, oh, my God. Listen. The reason, do nothing with that, guys. <laughs> the reason I asked you that question is just watching yeah. the fights over the weekend and just the horrible, like, trainers that, yeah. <laughs> like, it was this one one guy, he's, he, you got a box. <laughs> he, yeah. he, this is literally, he says it's two rounds straight. You got a box. <laughs> what, what do you think we're doing? Yeah. What are we doing here? Yeah, like, that, that happened to me in one of these fights in, in, in the um, Golden Gloves um, with, with Fernando, and I'm telling him that the guy's doing something that I'm just not catching on to. And, you know, it's just happening so fast-paced. But I'm telling him, I'm like, yo, I can't get through this, you know, uh -huh. his jab or something like that. And and Fernando's just like, he's just in the moment. He's not saying nothing to me. And I'm like, all right, I just get pissed off. And I'm like, all right. and we just go through the motions. Sometimes you need that second guy. But you need, yeah, you need yeah, a second guy. Yeah. But in the amateurs, you only got one. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes the other one is the bucket Sometimes, guy. yeah. But it's very important that the fighter and the trainer communicate yeah. prior to the big fight. Absolutely. Right? And the fighter has to tell the, 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 the coach, hey, I'm going to come to the corner. And if I'm struggling, I'm going to tell you, hey, I'm struggling. I need, I need some answers because this is my fight. And if I lose, I'm in the bottom of the stack. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I don't want to be in the bottom mm -hmm. of the stack because yeah. I trained hard for this. Yeah. So you need to get woken up. I, I've seen a lot of things in the corners, you know. Mm -hmm. But the very, very, very best, Emmanuel Stewart, uh, Andrew Dundee, Freddie Roach, these guys are there constantly repeating. And, and you know what? I've noticed from Freddie Roach, not with Pacquiao, but with other guys, uh, constantly repeating it. You know, like when he had Mike Tyson for a short time, mm -hmm. Freddie Roach, he said, I want you to go under and over. Mike, I want you to go under and over. And he'll repeat it again. Keep looking at his eyes. Mike, 
Mamba, you gotta go under <laughs> and over. Mm -hmm. You know, because sometimes the fighter is so focused on yes. one angle. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You need to break them out of that 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 zone. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Hypnotic. I get, I like, get like that too. I get yeah. like that too. I'm. I'm. Sometimes I can't. Even, I don't even remember what he says. Yeah. Or anything like that, because I'm just. You know. You might still be in the last I'm round. Lying. Yeah. We, yeah. We and mentally, yeah. Mentally, so. It, it's a tough, tough job. Not yeah. only for a fighter, but for a trainer. Yeah. A trainer has to prepare. A trainer has to do a lot of things. A lot of people don't. We're gonna go to an episode. And we'll have some trainers. Some trainers, here. yep. I mean, David is also a trainer. He is, he you is. Know, he's also a trainer. He in is. Um, but yeah, it's a very difficult job, very stressful. Uh, sometimes I want to throw the bucket at some of the people. <laughs> um, you know, but I love the sport. I love the people. And this is what we signed up for. And we're in this the same way the fighters are in this. And we all got to roll together, you know. Yeah, listen, man, but before we wrap up today, I want to, um, because, you know, here at the Bostonology Podcast, we, 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 we give out, we give our flowers, so we want to give Davis flowers today, so um, just watching you come up, like, and I remember when you first came to this gym, like, I, I remember, like, your yeah, first, yeah. your first day you came here, like, we, I think we sparred that day, yeah, yeah, yeah. and from that day till now, like, like, you put in, you put in the work, like, you're one of the, the guys that, you impress me every every time I see you fight. Is nah for real? You you impress me. Um, you've elevated your game, and I'm excited for what's to come in the future for you. Um, but stay stay with it. Like I I have no doubt in in, in you. Like, that. yes sir. The yes, biggest sir. the biggest thing I've seen from Dave, right, is his poise. I've seen sometimes his aggression don't work, and sometimes. His punches are not going through, mm -hmm. but he's still relaxed and he's jabbing and he's looking for the right moment to strike, almost like a cobra. Yeah, yeah. And, and he makes adjustments. Yes, he and does. And you can see it. He's thinking in there. You got to make adjustments. In boxing, you can't fight the same fight over and over and over and over again. You have to make adjustments. Yeah, that's one thing that I explain to, you know, the fighters I train um, and to, the, to even, you know, my sparring partners and stuff like that um you can't just be one-sided you know you got to be able to do everything mm -hmm. you got to be able to you know in the pocket outside the pocket um counter um you know work that jab a lot um work the body mm -hmm. you got to be able to do it all in it um and it's just going to elevate your game because every time somebody does something you, you're able to dish something else back today you know to counter um and that's basically the name of the game to counter um whatever he's, he's going to put out there um, you know that's how that's how I approach it, honestly. Um, to to counter whatever he, he comes at me with. It's a chess game. It's a chess yeah. game. It's a chess um, game. And if I could do that, you know, I'm gonna be able to beat you. Um, I believe David worked the corner of Isaiah. He did. He right. did. He got his first victory. Oh, yeah. 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 How did that yeah. feel? Um, I felt great. I felt great. Um, you know, when you when they in there is like you're in there. Um, and you're just talking to them. Um, you know, trying to keep their head in the game and just screaming. At them so they can hear your voice and know that they're not alone in there when it's their first time. Honestly, um, he did what he was supposed to do. Um, you know, you get sloppy in there, you get punched um, first time, but um, it was it was great. It was a great experience. His condition got him out of jams. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. His, yeah. His condition was great. Honestly, I was I was actually um surprised how good he did um and how energized he was with two no drums because and he took the know, fight on short notice, right? First, yeah, yeah. First one fight, day. Um, amateurs in the first fight get tired like this. Mm -hmm. 
We're talking about Maxwell Morau, uh, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. from Boxingology, and David worked his corner. I trained him through the whole training camp. Yes, you did. But David worked the corner and did an excellent job. Uh, also worked Kendrick's corner. Yep. Yeah. And he's 2-0 and yeah. on uh, Jahai Tucker's team stablemate. Yeah. One, he fought him. Yeah. And one, coaching against him. Yes, 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 yes. Um... Kenrick, Kenrick, um, the great. Um, the only thing with Kenrick was, um, I had to wake him up. You could just tell he's very nonchalant. Yeah. Um, yeah. So when he was back there and telling him he has to wake up, um, bring more energy. Um, this is not a game. Like you, you're about to go to war right now. To wake up. So it was just telling him, motivating him, telling him, you know, your family, you know, is dependent. Phenomenal on you. skills. So yeah. But has brain freezes like Crawford too. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, it was just, you know, keeping him motivated throughout the whole fight to where he, he knows he could do it. And I seen that. Um, yeah. After the first round, you, you, yeah. you kind of screened on him a little bit. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, I seen yeah. it. And I, I, went, I was screaming over there, and, and that second round, he came out. Yeah, like, he started a different. He was a whole different fighter the second round. So. so, to wrap it up, we always have one fight coming up, and we give our picks. The next fight coming up is Richard Comey from New York against Vasily Lemacheco. Hmm. Uh, Dave, we'll start with Dave. What do you think? Um, Who's your pick? Well, Lomachenko is actually my favorite fighter, so you know it's gonna be a biased opinion. I'm gonna go with Lomachenko. Um, We're biased here. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, I'm giving him a knockout. Richard Comey seems really big next to him, but I'm giving him the knockout late rounds, maybe 10, 11 around there. Richard Comey is strong, but I don't think he's um, gonna be able to move with this guy, Lomachenko. Yeah, I, I agree. I think I think Loma, he's I think he's got something to prove this fight. I think I think he's he's motivated. I think he's gonna stop this guy. I think he's gonna be an impressive win for Loma. Um, and it's gonna put him back into that that 135. Not not that he's out of the conversation, but people are forgetting about him. Um, I think he's gonna show out this fight and late stoppage. I see. I'm gonna say this is going the distance, and I think Loma is gonna win unanimous decision. Um, I think Comey is training totally different now, yeah. uh, from my understanding, because of that Theofimo setback. Yes, yes. And, you know, he has a lot to prove, a lot more than Lomachenko. And uh, he's going to do a lot of things different, a lot of new things he's working on. Uh, but I still think Lomachenko is going out there. And he's going to dominate. He's going to work his angles. He's going to let his hands go. And then... After this fight is over, it gets more interesting in the division because now these guys are kind of eliminating each other, and we have to face each other, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, we gotta face each other. Yeah. So it's the it's the dirty it's the dirty twelve. That's what it is because <laughs> there's ten guys in there. Tank just went down. He's number eleven, and number and rank number eleven is Luke Campbell. So you have twelve very very good. Think fans. about that. Luke Campbell is number eleven. Yeah, well, number 12, because number Tank, 12. Tank it, just brings him down. Right, let's see, he's number 12 on the list. That's like, <laughs> you, 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 and then Josue is in there. I mean, the division is the next, The next two to three years in that division is going to be amazing. Amazing. Fire, fireworks. A lot of money. Fireworks as well. I was going to say, um, Richard Comey, when, when was his last fight? Was it? No, it wasn't T.O., right? Uh, I think he fought again after T.O. Right, yeah. He yeah. Richard time, Comey, yeah. we're going to look it up I think real he got fast a right out. now. We don't have our we don't have our researcher uh, Angel Angel here today. Oh, yeah, he yeah. Was right here right now. Uh, 
Just look at my brain now. Keep talking, guys. Yeah, I, th I think he got a, uh, a knockout um, in his last fight, um, which is expected from this guy. He's the knockout artist. Yeah, Comey, Comey's good. Um, and we'll, we'll see what Loma has left in the tank. Like, Loma's getting a little yeah, older now. Yes, you um, so this is, this, is a, this is a make or break fight for him, honestly. Richard Comey is 30 wins, three losses, one by knockout. Obviously, the Teofimo. Teofimo. And 27 knockouts. Wow. Pretty impressive. He has five stars. He's ranked number one in his country of Ghana, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, and ranked number seven in the world, which is major. Uh, the man is 34 years old, so time is clicking in that division. Um, his residence is from the Bronx. And his last fight, you're right, he did have a fight against Jackson... Martinez. Yes. He won yes. KO. Yes. 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 Oh, yes. 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 Nineteen and one. Yes. I remember. I remember that's that now. Yeah. Um, for Roley. Yep. And yep. They, they cheated him too. Yep. And yep. Kid. Yep. And that kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He lost to Rolando Romero, and that's another guy. Romero's in that list too. And and the top, he's the he's not, but <laughs> um, <laughs> he's not, but he's in there. He's uh, not, but that's another thing, right? He beat Roley. Yeah. He and, beat Roley. And and he got robbed. And then now, the next fight, he has to fight Comey. He gets knocked out. Isn't that crazy? Boxing right? politics. Boxing? You mean he fought Teofimo and got knocked out? No, 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 no. Jackson Martinez. Jackson Martinez. Oh, Jackson Martinez, Jackson yes. Martinez yes. right. So, yeah. a fight that he, he fought, he won that fight. Probably would have never even seen Richard Comey after yeah. being Roley. But now he's passed to fight Richard Comey. And you get KO'd because they it's robbed KO. you. And, and that just shows you because... Uh, one thing about Rowling, he's a heavy hitter. He's not a very great technical guy, not a great boxer. Everyone talks about he has great power. That's what that's about it, right? We haven't seen much about him. And even Tank mentioned all he has is power. He doesn't have anything else. So uh, to beat a guy like that was good. I mean, uh, you know, I think it's going to be a good fight. I think it's going to be a very good fight. Uh, Lomachenko should beat this guy. Um, and it's a good victory. And then what's next? What's next on the list? I mean, Lomachenko is getting up in age two. So, yeah. you know, he probably has another two solid years, maybe three. I mean, he just takes care of himself very well. Um, and uh, so, I mean, and he hasn't taken much punishment. So, it's no, no telling how long this guy will fight. I would be surprised if he's there to 37 years. Um, he wants his belts just, back. Yeah. He wants his belts back. Yeah, he wants his belts back. I mean, he's coming. He's coming. I mean, there's going to be good fights. There's a lot of good fights. I think we all agree. You can mix and match. And oh, yeah. Even with the losers, mix and match. And I'm happy yeah. with any fight that's made in that, that 12. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, any fight that's made. And I'll be even happier when we get better seats. I mean, this thing has broken my yeah. mind. Yeah, like. <laughs> I can tell by his like, I've like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> uh, we need to get new chairs, y'all. So. <laughs> chairs. Listen, we're trying to get to 1,000 subscribers. So yes. like, comment, subscribe. Um, I know y'all watching. I see y'all. Um, Thank you very much, David, for today. Yes, yeah, sir. Thank you for having me, for real. Yes, sir. It's, it's be been a pleasure. Again, for sure. Now, you'll be back. Well, it's always yes. a pleasure. And until next time, people, ciao. Oh. Bing bong. <laughs> <laughs> Live. Yeah, that was beautiful. That was a good show. That was a better show than the last time. Fire.